Hey everyone, and welcome to the season three premiere of the Local Influencers Podcast. So today is a good podcast because I'm here with Monica, um, and she is the owner of 2020 Vintage, um, and that is in downtown Corpus Christi. Um, I'm really excited to talk to her because vintage things are, people don't understand how, how cool they are, how, um, I think the younger generation forgets, like how just... I don't know, it just takes you back in time and it's hip now and it kind of goes to show that everything kind of comes back around in style or or in, you know, whatever it is. So um, thank you, Monica, for being here today. Thank you so much, Abel. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, and um, we are also going to be talking about a new venture that you're taking part in um, called The People's Market, Um, and we'll get into that just a little bit towards the end of the podcast. Right on. Sounds great. So let's start with 2020 Vintage. When did you come up, when did you start that, and how did you come up with the name? So 2020 has been around since uh, July of 2019. I was actually in a little antique store here in Corpus Christi and decided that it would be best if I actually ventured um, and to open my own my own business. This way I could run it how I would like to um, promote my brand. And so in July, I was downtown and I just so happened to be at Shells Marie Boutique. And she is the one that told me about a property that the downtown management had reached out to her about. And it's the the property that I am now, which is at um, 423 William Street. So I had already come up with the name 2020 Vintage, and it was just a play on words. Uh, It's uh, the tagline for 2020 Vintage is a vision for vintage and unruly things. And so um, that was the the play on words, the 2020 vision. Uh, But with, you know, instead of vision, it was vintage. So that's kind of how that name came to be. And I liked it and it stuck. And after uh, 2019, we had six months under our belt. Uh, 2020 was around the corner and everybody's like, wow, what a great name. You have the best name for your vintage shop. And I was like, yeah. And then COVID, <laughs> and then COVID hit. And so, <laughs> so the entire year of 2020, anytime I saw an article or something that was being published for 2020, I immediately thought of 2020 vintage. So it was just like, oh, they're not talking about me. They're talking about COVID. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, um, let's talk about COVID because obviously it has affected everyone. I actually am still recovering from COVID. I had it in January. Um, uh, and when I got diagnosed with it, I was diagnosed with both flus as well at the same time. Um, so they really try to take me out. Someone had it out for me, but I'm here. <laughs> right uh, anyways, on. so let's talk about COVID. How did that affect your business? And were you able did were you able to kind of pivot and start offering like curbside or anything like that? Or did you just stay closed for a, a period of time? Well, we actually uh, closed our doors before the, the state mandate was issued uh, to promote uh, safety and to uh, curtail on the spread of the virus. Um, so we went ahead and closed and I sat with my employee and we talked about options uh, that we could do. And one of those options, as you said, was to offer curbside assistance as well as local delivery. And I really hammered our social media uh, uh, 
platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, I don't have a website. And that was something that I had started during COVID and I just haven't finished. So oh, it's one of those headaches. But nonetheless, our platform on Instagram uh, blew up and we were really fortunate because everything we posted, people were engaged in. And so it just increased our foot tra- I mean, our traffic on the internet. Um, and as soon as we were able to open our doors uh, back up in May, then we had a consistent following of people. And uh, the West, West, which is a women's entrepreneurs uh, society, mm-hmm. had a virtual market and we were a part of that. And that was really successful. So we staged several uh, vignettes of uh, goods. Um, mainly it was purses and, and jewelry and belts, just something that was very simple uh, and and did these uh, posts on Instagram, and that really took off. So, if it wasn't for uh, West Corpus Christi, the downtown management district, um, you know, uh, other influencers here in our community, I you know I don't know if we would have survived the closures. But uh, luckily, we had a brand and a product that people were enjoy- that people liked. And so um, we just went with what people were liking and uh, we were able to keep our doors open and we continued to uh, do very well. Um, we tried to focus on nonprofits as well as our, um, our brand, um, which we tie a lot of uh, fundraisers or not necessarily fundraisers, but sales percentage of our sales go to different nonprofits here in the community. That's great. I love that. And so far, everyone I've interviewed is, always trying to somehow give back. And that is exactly the reason why I wanted to start this podcast. Um, it amazes me that um, even through times of COVID, when everyone is struggling, everyone is still willing to help their neighbor somehow. And oh, that's, that's just, that's just amazing. Um, I know this podcast won't come out for months, a couple of months from now, but like you said, like right now y'all have something going through. It just ended yesterday where partial sales were going to the CC uh, mutual corporate mutual aid. Um, So you do definitely give back to the community. And I love that. Um, Absolutely. Well, they, they do so much. Um, uh, uh, The coastal bend foundation, uh, the Coastal Bend Pride Center, um, The uh, at the time it was Period Corpus Christi. They've since changed their name. Um, but uh, And then, of course, uh, Corpus DSA and the Corp- Corpus Christi Mutual Aid. We have been actively supporting uh, those nonprofits here in our community because it affects th- what's going on with COVID and uh, closures, um, hurricane, and now... Um, you know, the freeze at this horrible uh, polar vortex that we just went through. Um, it's it's uh, amazing how the community has come together, uh, you know, strong together, 361 strong together. I think I said that right. Maybe I didn't. But nonetheless, um, Lisa at uh, Vine Juice was a huge proponent during COVID and really stepped up and brought businesses together uh, to support one another and to let people know that we, you know, the best way to support a business is to buy locally. And that was one of the greatest things that could have happened for 2020 vintage. So we were really grateful for our community. Um, they have just been outpouring an outpouring of success because of them, um, here, you know, for, for 2020 and all the other businesses that, um, were affected by, uh, COVID. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, that's funny you speak to Vine Juice. I'm actually trying to get them on for season three as well. So yeah. we will see about that. This um, is great. Yes. Yeah, um, so let me. I was looking at your Instagram, and it does look like you have like a lot of fashion, fashionable items, fashion accessories. Seems to be a big thing, mm-hmm. kind of like what you said. Now, are do you take those photographs, or do you have like a professional photographer do that? Because the images are are almost magazine worthy. They look really good. A lot of them, they're not, it doesn't look like you were just like snapping it with your phone. So I have to ask. <laughs> yeah. So I was fortunate to work with, uh, J- Jaden Taylor. Uh, his Instagram handle is, uh, birds, the name, and he is a phenomenal photographer. And I've worked with other photographers that are just as uh, equally as good, but Jaden and I have a really, uh, mutual bond, I think, in that we like to work with each other. I think he knows what I like and he knows what I, what he likes without ever really having to say anything. And the pictures just come to life. But he is an, he has an amazing eye uh, in photography. And I, if I tell him, you know, I want this outfit to move, um, he will make the outfit move. If I, you know, if I want a, uh, some kind of uh, uh, feature on a certain, uh, like let's say the detail of the button, or the detail of the collar or the jewelry, he really focuses in on that and does it in such an artistic way that, like you said, it is magazine quality. And I'm really grateful for him because I think uh, that um, what is what is what people want to see is um, they want to see the detail of the fabric, and that's what's important to me when it comes to vintage. Um, is that these pieces have been around for some of them over a hundred years, some of them 50, some of these, you know, some 25, some maybe even 10, but the, the detail of the fabric and, the, and the workmanship and the craftsmanship of each piece is really unique. And that's why I love vintage clothing because you just, without having to pay thousands and thousands of dollars, you don't see this kind of work when you go shop at a big box store. So, um, we, I, I am not a, a huge fan of the uh, fast fashion, but uh, I can't say that I've never bought it. But I will say that um, I do have pieces in my closet that are over 100, you know, or 50 years old that are still in great quality uh, shape. And I don't think that, that, that you find that from the pieces of clothing that are being produced today without, awesome. like, uh, without it being like a couture line. So. Yeah, and that's a part of the reason I was I was going to ask you next was what attracted you, you know, what to vintage um, in general. But you've kind of answered that it's the quality of it. The it's not fast fashion. It's not uh, we're going to make three thousand of these shirts because we saw it off the runway. Right. You know the you know the runway. Yeah. It took probably fifty to sixty people to make an outfit. You know. Right. And. Exactly. You know, it, it was hand, you know, you see rhinestones, they're hand stitched, not like manufactured through a machine. Right. And then um, the quality is obviously going to be better. So, right. yeah, I agree. Fast fashion is, um, I, I also think it's there because it tends to be cheaper, you know, a little bit more budget friendly. But if you invest in something, you're going to have it for, like you said, 20, 50 years. So right. invest he- where you want. Right. And, and you did say something in the beginning about how, how things cycle back mm-hmm. and they do. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever clean out your closet because uh, businesses like myself, we wouldn't survive if you didn't. But uh, those really amazing pieces, um, 
they they will come back and you can repurpose a lot of these pieces as well. Um, in fact, I just had somebody come by and drop off some pieces for me that they had. Uh, and, you know, I was looking at the buttons and how can I repurpose the buttons and how can I repurpose a dress that uh, a maxi dress that, you know, is completely torn on the bottom. And so that's what we're a new focus is to try to repurpose these pieces because they're so fine. They're so fabulous, but they're stained or there's something wrong or, or uh, they've torn or whatnot, or the fabric is coming apart. But if we can repurpose those fabrics, um, then we're just eliminating the, the land, you know, the, um, the, that was a bird. Sorry. Can, no problem. You know, <laughs> um, we can eliminate the amount of, waste in our landfill so yeah great so um let's move on to the people's market because i love this idea um so it's going to be held downtown corpus on the third sunday of every month correct um and it's going to be on 615 north chaparral street um if you're from corpus you know where chaparral street is head down there third sunday of every month and it's going to host a variety of vendors, and it's also going, to, which are supporting local nonprofits. Tell me, how did this come about? How did the idea of this um, just form? And, you know, um, yeah, how did it just come about? Because that's such a cool thing, the people's market. It's, it's like, it's, um, I think that there's like a tagline that says, a reoccurring market by the people for the people. Right. Right. I love and, that. And yeah. So um, I could not have done this. Uh, we had our first market on Sunday yesterday, um, which was February the 21st. And it was so successful. And I think everybody that participated had a good, a great time. But this none of this could have been possible without Sam and El Local Collective. She actually came to 2020 to talk to uh, Jose, who's an employee of mine, about um, doing something like this. And he actually had mentioned to her that I had been talking about doing something in the downtown area to, to have a reoccurring market. And this wasn't to take away from the South side market or the uh, grow local um, uh, uh, here uh, or the Wednesday market at the art art, at the art center. Like in Uh, addition to. Right, exactly. Um, There's, you know, numerous markets. The Heritage Park bus is having a a reoccurring market as well as, um, you know, some little pop-ups that that, uh, occur during the spring and summer months. But we just wanted to have something that was going to be a reoccurring market and it was going to focus on things or goods that were being made by the people uh, in our community. And so that was the focus that I wanted. I wanted, um, I, I, when Sam approached me about it, we talked and I think we, because of what she does and my vision of what the market, it, it, we just merged really nicely together. And she is, um, amazing. She's really amazing at, uh, pulling it all together because I am not savvy with a computer. I mean, Mm -hmm. aside from, you know, opening it up and start doing the search, but she can, you know, with the, uh, vendor applications and the fees, uh, the fees that work are collected are to pay for the music and any kind of outside promotion, um, that we're doing. Um, and then the proceeds from, uh, our future is that the proceeds from that market, um, if, if they're that would go to the nonprofit or the philanthropy part of the whole purpose of the people's market. 
and not only just, well, the whole purpose is to bring uh, these artists or artisans or bakers and musicians um, to the forefront in Corpus Christi, because a lot of times we just don't know about these people don't have, a lot of these people don't have brick and mortar uh, buildings. And so in order to find who these people are, I think this is a great avenue for them. And then tie in uh, the nonprofit to, to, to make it uh, because the nonprofits are providing a service for the people. So that's kind of how it all came to be. And we met, I think in January and we were able to pull off our first market successfully with just a couple of little hiccups because of spacing. And that's my fault. Um, but I think overall, everybody was really uh, uh, supportive and we had a great uh, turnout. Uh, the Corpus Christi Caller Times did a really nice article on it. So I think with the more exposure and of course your podcast, uh, I think more and more people will be coming out. So I'm really excited for it. And um, thank you about, you know, thank you so much for asking because it's really yeah. something that I think Corpus is uh, going to be really positive. There's going to be a positive out- outcome from it. I'm so excited to attend next month in um, March because this month, obviously, I'm like I told you before the call, I'm, re- I'm recovering from COVID. So I'm kind of wary about going out and about in public still, you know. Yeah, um, and that's a good, but- good concern. <clears throat> but um, I am excited about going out next month and heading out, being a little bit more healthy. You know, um, I am excited well, about that. And I'm Sam from El Local. She is um, Corpus Christi. We're lucky to have someone like her here. I agree. I, I met her um, maybe a month or two ago, as uh, a month or two ago, and we are collaborating now. Um, where she's hosting my podcast on her website. And then we are also collaborating. We hope to do some secret things in the future. Nice. And so, um, and it's all to benefit Corpus Christi. Like it's all yeah. to benefit um, small business owners and um, entrepreneurs. And um, people thought I was kidding whenever I, I started this podcast. Like, who do you want to interview? You know, just small business owners. And I'm like, no, I want to interview, you know, a small business owner anywhere, anybody from a small business owner to a drag queen. And I have done that already. In nice. So um, it's, I, I just love it. And I love talking to people like you that I can tell you're so passionate about what you do. You're passionate about giving back to the community. And um, it gets me excited for the future because in the future I do hope to host like after we all can get our vaccines and stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, or, you know, COVID has died down a little. Mm-hmm. I do hope to host like networking um, events with everyone that I've interviewed where we all can kind of get together and brainstorm. What can we do for the community and kind of do that like a once a month type of thing. So that's something that I hope to, to, to do for everyone. So, you know, um, I think it's uh, really uh, important that, uh, for so long, Corpus had been stale, and I'm 52, and I, uh, you know, my youngest child is 18 now, and for that time period while they were, I was raising my children, I was a stay-at-home mom um, and really was focused on them and what they were doing, whether it was sports or academics or, uh, non, you know, uh, working with their school volunteering. I volunteered a whole lot. Um, so I kind of missed out uh, about, you know, 15, 20 years of just not seeing what was going on in Corpus. And I've met so many amazing people. And it's that 35, you know, and younger um, 
between, I would say definitely like the 26 to 35 year olds are really bringing a lot of information and a lot of diversity to our city, which I think we didn't have for so long. And um, I'm so fortunate to, because we have this vintage market, I mean, I'm sorry, this vintage store, I've met so many great people that are doing so many great things I had no idea. And I think a lot of it, of course, was my time was being wrapped up with my children, but I feel like I had, I missed out. And so I'm so glad that what you're doing, people like Sam, uh, Lisa, uh, Terry Moore at Wildflowers, of course, you know, these are older women, but I think they've kind of laid down the forefront of how we're promoting these local businesses um, to succeed here in Corpus Christi. And it's all, um, it all comes back to our community. And it, and then when we tie something into like a, our nonprofit, um, it even just, it just makes it even better. And there's some great nonprofits here in Corpus Christi that are doing amazing things. So I'm really happy to be part of that. Same, really. Um, so before we go, okay. I just want to give you a chance. This is your chance to plug everything and anything you want to plug. <laughs> um, where can people find you uh, physically? You know, your store's address. Um, if you want to give a store phone number, uh, yeah. a website. Like you said, you're working on a website, social media, everything. Now's the chance to do that. Right on. Okay. Well, first of all, Abel, thanks so much for the time uh, that we uh, met. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to me and ask me about 2020 Vintage, which is definitely uh, a new little eclectic vintage store in downtown Corpus Christi. We're located on William Street. It is now Lomax. So that address is kind of confusing because on Google, it's uh, 423 William. But on the street signs, uh, it'll say Lomax. Uh, So that's kind of confusing. But we're right next to the Rebel Toad uh, Brewery. And then um, we're open... Tuesday through Sunday, we are always closed on Monday. And those days that we're clo- that day that we're closed, we usually do sourcing um, or offer uh, styling uh, or one-on-one shopping for people who are still concerned about COVID. We do definitely try to accommodate those uh, special requests. And then every uh, first Friday, we do art walks, so our shop does stay open till nine o'clock, so people can come out and support the local artists as well as come in to the businesses that are open. I know we're still doing a hybrid uh, market, so it's online as well as some uh, vendors in in the downtown area have chosen just to be open, and we are one of them. So definitely, um, I believe the next um, the next art walk is the fifth of March, or might yeah March fifth. So that's always um, a fun um, time to come out to, to downtown Corpus Christi. Uh, there's so much going on. Uh, definitely uh, save the third Sunday of every month uh, for the People's Market. Always follow us on Instagram at the People's Market uh, CC for all updated information, vendor application, and uh, any inform- any new information or vendor information uh, for the upcoming pop-ups. So um, trying to think what else there is there. And what about the 2020 vintage, your Instagram handle for that? Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, thank you for reminding me. So that's uh, at 2020 underscore vintage. Um, and then we are also on Google. Uh, we Facebook as well. Uh, 2020 underscore vintage Google. We're just under 20 slash 20 vintage. So um, that is our brand and um, we'll be happy. Oh, and uh, if, if my information as far as the business telephone number is 
2781. And that's my personal uh, cell phone. So uh, if you want to call and you want to print call me, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that, guys. Be serious, guys. (laughs) Our uh, our listeners would never do that. (laughs) No, no, no. But uh, anytime uh, people have a question about any of our posts or our pieces that we do post on on social media, um, they can easily text or, or call. With you know, with uh, we hope to answer those phone calls as quickly as we get them. Awesome, that is great. So, again, thank you so much for being here. Sorry about the hiccup this morning, (laughs) yeah, but thank you. Um, and Uh I'm so excited to have you on for our season three premiere. Um, again, thank you so much. And for the listeners, until we speak next time, please make sure you head out and visit somewhere cool in Corpus. Talk to you soon, guys. Bye.